0: All right, ladies, we have a very special guest with us today. She has a business called Social Pop. She also has another one, ThinkStream. I thought we were
1: talking
0: about There's, me, but okay, sorry. Uh, <laughs> mate, get in line. <laughs> we're talking about the one and only Michelle Mitchell. She is an incredible face in Canberra, but many also know her across Australia. For so all the help she's done, especially when it comes to social media, she is your guru, guru. She is your woman. She is the lady you need in your life. And we are so glad to have her in ours, aren't we?
1: Yes. We've also been to strip clubs with this woman. Oh, yeah. wow.
0: I've also made out with her,
1: so. Yes. <laughs> what an introduction. <laughs> all
0: right. So, Michelle. Yes, You have a... Not only a world of knowledge, yes, you have been through life. I have, I'm
2: 42, that's, so I feel like I've am halfway through? Yeah,
0: <laughs> that's, halfway through. Horrible. <laughs> that's how I
2: feel. Like, you think about it once you sort of get 70, you, think, you don't travel as much, you sort of mm. yeah, you slow go down. back into family, you know, family orientation and Christmases and basics. So, I sort of feel like, yeah, I'm at that halfway mark. So, I yeah. need to sort of, I've got three years left of my kids, four sorry, are left at school. And then mm. I think I've got, like, a good 20 years
1: of mm. me, travel, hubby. Oh my God, yeah, that's exciting. I had a psychic tell me I was going to die at 68. So <laughs> Oh, geez, <laughs> Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> so, you've only got 20. That is scary. Oh, my God. That's horrible. But isn't it – okay, so, like, you have your time before you have children. And I feel like you don't really – Appreciate, you know, you can't relish that time because you don't know the difference. And now you're at the other end of it, and it's like you get that me time again. Yeah, well, I never had the me time. So I met Mm. my husband when I was 16, Mm -hmm.
2: and then um, both were finishing school, working Mm -hmm. full time, straight into living together at 18, um, working multiple jobs. He was playing professional rugby. Mm -hmm. We got engaged at 21, married at 23, were overseas at a posting for rugby at 24. Got home oh, two years later, I got pregnant, had the first baby, a year later I had a second baby, and on my 30th birthday I had two toddlers and yeah. I just started out what you mentioned before a Think Stream Our yeah. company, but my husband was working full time. Like I don't I didn't get it. Yeah. So my time in four years is me time. So I'm really
1: looking forward to yeah. it. Yeah. Do you feel like that you lose a part of yourself? When you have children. Well, I had a client yesterday and we were we were chatting about like she wanted to do a shoot and it was for her. And it was like we really came around to the point that we make decisions purely based on what is best for everyone else. Yes. Yeah,
2: well, I, well, I think they're getting engaged. I mentioned this a couple of times recently. In getting married young, that was my generation. You just mm. got engaged, you got married, mm. and had babies. Yeah. There was no thought process. There was no, oh, you should wait. You should do this. You should travel. It was just what we did. Yeah. Um. And then when you become mothers, I get. I lost my job because I was working in as a um, construction engineer on mm. site, so I couldn't work again. Mm. All of a sudden, I was home to with two babies staring at the wall, thinking. The fuck happened? Yeah, yeah. and
0: yeah. then
2: it does. It comes with all the kids, and I had a neuro. I have a neurodiverse child, mm-hmm. um, so it all became about him and and making sure everyone had a balance. And then we started a, a company, which is now thankfully fully grown, well, still yeah. growing. But um, no, it was never about me.
1: Yeah. And you know what I think is interesting, that people romanticize the older generation. So they go, oh, you know, like what happened to, you know, when the women did this for their men and the men did this for their women. Yeah. And you talk to men now and that's what they want. They still want that um, idea of what it used to be. But if you ask older women now, like grandmothers, and you go, like, you know, what do you think about getting married young? They will always say, what's the rush?
2: I tell my daughter, don't get married. Yeah. I'm like and if that's something you really want, I'll support you. But you need to find out who you are first. Yeah, you need to travel. You need to. But she sees my life as glamorous, so she doesn't see it as a negative. Mm. And I actually still have quite a traditional role in my marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, again, because we got married young, and that's what it was. Mm, and I had, yeah, and I chose to stay home look and after that's my so, children. As long as
1: it's you choose it, that's fine. Well, yeah. I did
2: because it was financially wasn't viable. I couldn't afford yeah. the daycare fees. Mm. To cover the cost of what I was able to get part time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I worked in a male dominated industry. They wouldn't take me back. Yeah. So I'd had to start from scratch again. You Mm. become
0: damaged goods, though, when it comes to the working industry, no matter what. You have had a child, you're a giant liability. Completely. You're the if you're a woman, you are the person who takes the time off if that child is sick. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. it still
2: happens. And that's what happened in my role. So I lost my career Mm. when I had my baby. So, firstly, let's
1: normalize telling young girls that it's not about marriage, it's not about children. If that's their choice, that's fine. Absolutely. But there are other things, like go out there and experience other things. Experience other partners, travel,
2: live in I always say to my kids, don't travel to other countries. You need to live in one. Yeah. Pay your taxes, get your groceries, and actually Mm -hmm. understand what that's like. So then, you know, when you settle to have children, you're happy. So I actually came back to Canberra to have my babies because it was safe, it was comfortable, and I knew, you know, it was an environment I wanted to Mm. be in. And I say to her, and don't have children till You can financially support yourself. Yeah, you do not rely on someone else. Yeah, like you need to be able to pull your own coin, mm. so you can make decisions and look after yourself. Definitely. I um,
0: I sorry, just I shouldn't say that.
2: I say that to my son too. So <laughs> having a gay son, <laughs> yeah. I keep that narrative going for him as well. Yeah, but I think being gay, white, and male in this world, he's uh, got he's at more of an advantage than. It's just horrible to say they're my female daughter.
0: Yeah, that's yeah, very true. Because he's still male. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I always say that to my boys. I'm always like, you privilege white males. They really <laughs> are.
2: <laughs> and I have to say, in my house, privileged uh, white straight
0: males. So, yeah. so my son doesn't get upset. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm still... I don't, I'm just, yeah. Like, I get a honey. Mm. I um, You mentioned the word normalising. That actually is a word that drives me off the fucking wall up the wall when people say we should normalize because then you are now removing the fact that we could have just done, done it normally, but we're making it a point of focus. And I, I, so anybody who's like, I wish we would just normalize that. Like you can eat dessert before dinner. I know this is a stupid thing, but I'm just trying to, I, it's just, yeah, I'm like, then fucking do it because now it's weird that we're talking about it. And that's only why I'm always, I find when people say normal, I knew you'd be disappointed. I'm sorry. I'm not disappointed. I have a different point of view. Okay. I just find when we, when we raise, (laughs) when we raise that things need to be normalized, I'm like, just make them normal by Mm. doing it. Just do it and give zero fucks. And now I, oh yeah, sorry. I'm still talking. Um. pipe down, Chachi.
2: Um, Can I I
1: interject
0: quickly? Yes. So I think
2: that the human brain does that because we have a a flight or fright um, mechanism, which Mm -hmm. goes back to the caveman days. We have to be part of a tribe to survive. Mm -hmm. So we verbalise what we're doing, if it's different, to make Mm -hmm. sure the tribe's going to follow. Seeking validation. Yes, because otherwise we will die. Our instinct is, if if I'm not in a tribe, our our actual – Blood and bones and brain, everything goes yeah. into overdrive, mm-hmm. and it creates a fear and anxiety. So that's why we give it words like "normalize." It. Okay. okay, so it's so more you, like so words of power
0: like, rather than "I'm trying to normalize something." So, Correct. And I
1: might, from my point of view, I think that we go so. We spend our lives not talking about things, and therefore when we're not talking about things, we're not sharing knowledge. So when we say normalize, it's, again, it's using the voices. So, for instance, I want to normalize pooing while you're period, on your periods. <laughs> okay, okay, I'm sorry, what? You know, you know your period shits? That's really normal. But I, your didn't, digestive know, but I system. didn't know that. Oh, okay. Yeah, I w- didn't know that until recently because I don't have – my sister's a lot younger than me. Yeah. And it's not until I saw it on social media that I was like, oh, that's normal because we didn't – it wasn't vocally I went to normal all-girls school, so, so I you know, would know as well. Yeah. yeah, so your digestive
2: system goes into overdrive. Yeah. So the whole thing's a mess for a week. Most yeah. people don't understand that. And I think that could be quite scary when you're a teenager if you didn't know that.
1: Exactly. Yeah. That's what, so, okay. so when I say normalize, I mean – Sharing the knowledge so yeah. it's out but there. that's scary to share. Exactly. So, again, that's the sort of thing. You kind of need someone. <laughs> Clearly not <we've> amongst you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you need
2: someone with some bravery to start talking that's about true. things and doing things yeah. differently. And people want to follow someone else. Mm, mm. Yeah. So I think that's where that word comes from. Yeah.
0: I think it's more the word when people say, can we normalize? And I. Should we just, can we talk
2: or can we just do Yes. It?
0: Yeah. yeah. Or just say, I'm doing this because if someone's like, what are you doing? You're like. Because I give zero fucks, mate. That's what I'm doing. Mm -hmm. And I think it's the constant. Everyone's just like, can we normalize that big brows or a thing? I'm like, it is a thing. Why do we talk about it? It is just do do your brows. I want to normalize saggy tits. Yes, you do. (laughs) Oh, I don't.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You've you've had yours done. (laughs) I've had mine
2: really done. Simone had a lift. I I have ginormous implants.
1: But I have not had mine done <laughs> and I'm not gonna get mine done. So when I look in the mirror now, I'm like, well they don't look like everyone else's and yeah, what is correct. in the media. But what I have is still relevant. Beautiful. Still beautiful. Oh,
0: absolutely. Mm. Mm. Yeah. And also thank the Lord for boob tape. Uh, yes, just exactly. But, yeah, but I had
2: mine corrected. I didn't get boob I didn't get a boob job. I had reconstructive surgery yeah. after I had my children. So mm. mine falls under that vain category, but oh. it wasn't. Mine was reconstructive. Mine was fixing a problem. Can um, we normalise vanity though? Can we normalize? I always to yeah.
0: say
1: we <laughs> did talk about I think this, I wrote
2: yeah. a blog once saying, um, is vanity a reasonable excuse to be fit? It's like, Well of course okay, I know. Yes. Like it's not just about your health, you're actually allowed to care what mm, your arms yes. looks like. Mm-hmm. that's normalize
0: that normalize <laughs> <laughs> hey, so I had I actually had a fight with my mum um because I don't think she was getting what I was saying um she came out um and oh, you would know <laughs> thanks um, <laughs> <laughs> um and you, you would have known <laughs> Um, in a oh, I'm living with my parents, by the way, let me, let me just prefix this. I am selling my house. I've moved in with my parents at the moment. No one is doing open homes with four kids. All right. Now that that's clear, my mom came out from her room in a purple shirt, rainbow in a bow in, in. and it was for LGBTQIA plus. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Um, day, awareness day. Yes. So that just happened a few weeks ago. Yep. And I was like, I'm, I was like, oh, what's it?" she told me what it's for. And I was like, are you raising money? And she was like, no, it's awareness. And I was like, this is the thing that confuses me though, because I completely and utterly accept them. Yes. And I was like, does this make them separate? is doing that. Cause I wasn't Great sure. Question. She's like, yeah. I was like, do you now make them? Cause okay. I, and I know it's not the same thing. I'm just, as an example, we wear daffodil day mm-hmm. awareness. I know we're donating money as well, but then we throw all oh, those poor people with cancer and we're aware, or, you know, Daniel Morecambe who was um, taken from mm-hmm. the bus stop and we wear red t-shirts in honor of him, awareness, children, awareness, is then uh, is that the same thing? Are we now throwing them in a category, going? oh, just be aware that they are amongst you? Or well, can't a they just conversation starter? Okay, because mm. I was like, I, I just want them to be amongst me. Like, I they just are normal people, and now I felt like we plucked them out. They're Not a vulnerable uh, person. Though. Yeah,
2: correct. So as a mother of a child in that community mm-hmm. I get asked a lot shouldn't they just you shouldn't even mention it like again they're just human and they're normal or whatever mm-hmm. but you have to understand that they've never had a voice and they now have a voice okay so it's very important for us to support them in that voice in how they want to be heard seen it's like pronouns mm-hmm. like um um, i've been asked numerous times like why do we need pronouns by older people who and i said of basically course, it's, still it's, it's a safety net for them yes so they're able to stay who they are mm-hmm. without having to explain it or discuss it further if they don't want to yeah um, it's very important for them to be labeled so they're like oh why do mm-hmm. we label them you know LBGTQIA or whatever you yeah, want, yeah, choose yeah. to be it's because they need to be seen and heard and understood for mm-hmm. what they are in that and yes i understand we do raise a lot of money by selling pride ribbons and pride yeah, yeah, merchandise yeah. We do. Um, there are significant charities that do um, incredible work with the youth. But the awareness in the sense that your mum's demonstrating that she's also a safe person. Yes. Yeah, right. Yeah. So okay. it's showing that her support. So then someone who's perhaps a little bit um, against the community mm-hmm. wouldn't say something to her or... Um. People would then smile. It's it's very important for us yeah. to have those. Rib- My husband wears a pride ribbon every single day on his suit. Oh, that's and beautiful. And on his winter coat, mm-hmm. and that's just something he chooses to do. I mean, we we did pay for and money went to charity. Yeah, but I think that. They certainly want it. Okay, and so
0: it is because that—that that was the only thing I thought. I was like, "Do they want this?" Yes. Or you know, sometimes oh my God, how they we... want the, absolutely fly okay. those flags. Those
2: flags are just as important to them as every other flag that they—they they support, like you know, their country and you know, yeah. um, native Australians and things yeah, like that. It's yeah. very, very important, and it's never to be. Um, Abused in any way, shape, yeah. Or form. So, your mum was doing the right thing, yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Mm. and like I was never going to tell her not to, it no, was just, it's just my way I She's was just like, person, yeah, 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 because yeah. yeah. it just made me think I went to the Chris Rock concert, uh, concert, uh, yeah, comedy show. Um, and he said and i know he's a comedian i know it's a joke but he did say that you know going through that black lives matter that it was all out the front in his neighborhood on signs like black lives matter pro black lives white and it I was all his white neighborhood i went to the show, show too yes yeah. yeah and he was just like i went out the front of my house and put up, up a trump uh, pro trump sign cuz he even didn't he was just like fucking calm down and i was just like I, you know obviously he's having a good joke you know he's he, he was talking yeah, about yeah. property prices exactly yeah, yeah. but i did think i was like i yeah. wonder <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) He didn't want his property prices to go down. (laughs) Jesus.
1: No, I think...
2: I think no, it's really important, and if you can support it in whatever way you can, it's always a it's really a good, good thing. Idea. And it's not—it's it, not a charity, but there are organis- significant organizations mm-hmm. that do brilliant work that do need support. Yeah, mm. okay. Yeah, so we mm. personally support minus eighteen, which is a youth organization down in Victoria that supports the people, the young children in that community, mm-hmm. with resources for schools, resources for parents, um, grandparents, mm. people who just don't understand the terminology. They mm-hmm. are absolutely brilliant, and they actually have um, a formal every year oh. that you can help support the kids with tickets and things like that so they can go and socialise. Because you know a lot there's of, one in Canberra? Yes. Yes, I just bought um, sponsored. Yes, yes, absolutely brilliant. So it's expanding. So we've been helping them for years. Yeah. And I buy all the Pride merchandise from them because it goes mm-hmm. to those youth charities yeah. because my son's still underage. So
1: um let's quickly t- like because that's the charity in victoria did you say in yeah the- we support
2: minus 18 at the moment yeah. yeah
1: um but talking about that formal there is let's talk about like, cause that because canberra there's one in, in canberra yes there's one in canberra that is next month yep um so people can actually buy the tickets not for, for them not for no, them to attend
2: for, for people to attend it's yeah yeah, amazing. yeah
1: so i bought um some tickets so people could attend and um a friend of mine, Kate from Minx Butte is actually a beautician, beautician, beauty makeup, makeup artist. artist. Yeah, yeah that's See? it. I was like, what am I saying? Makeup artist who's working there so they can come and then can get their makeup done. Oh, and stuff like that. And really yeah, It's awesome. Know. It's
2: exciting. Because a lot of kids go to uh, single-sex private schools. Yeah. And going to the formal is awkward and uncomfortable and mm-hmm. they don't want to do that. And this is an opportunity for them. They want to be around
1: their safe people. People. And people, mm.
2: you know, people who understand them. So, mm. no, it's, it's very cool.
0: Oh, I love that. But you yeah.
1: guys both went to same sex schools. So yeah, didn't we did. You? Yeah, yes. I went to single sex school. Oh, yes.
0: single sex, sorry. Yeah, not same, same sex. Thing. Single sex Sing. thing. Oh, yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, I'm, not. <laughs> I'm older than you, so I have different terminology.
0: We went
1: I went to, to a girls, girls school. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I certainly yes.
2: did. Yeah. I went to a Catholic school, which oh, didn't go down In all. Canberra? Oh. Yes.
0: Oh, yeah. okay. Tell us more. We don't need to name it unless you want to, but tell us about your experience in a same-sex... Oh, well, there's only two same-sex, oh, two same-sex schools <laughs> in Canberra that the Catholic. I went
2: to St. Clair's. But I was also <laughs> the, the generation where we had... I started, we just um, had our last nun. So again, younger than you, wow. you're younger than me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so we still were taught um, that uh, euthanasia was, was a sin, that birth control was a sin, that IVF mm-hmm. was a sin... Uh, oh, we were that's taught, yeah, that mm-hmm. if you do fall pregnant, when you know you have the baby, I had a girlfriend of mine have actually a couple of girlfriends have babies whilst they're at school, and that was accepted. Whereas abortion was not to be discussed, mm-hmm. uh, birth control was not to be discussed. But then you start throwing in IVF, and you start talking about euthanasia. It, I, as I got older, I found that very difficult, and I fought against the system, mm-hmm. um, rattled quite a few cages. Even wrote a letter to the Pope to get myself excommunicated.
0: Oh wow. My Catholic church
2: when I was good 16 and um I love you. I know. <laughs> I I fought the patriarchy yeah. right to the end. It's good. I know. that's why I think I've been gifted a gauge. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> um so it was um love the girls. I actually had a great time through high school. I had a great group of independent rogue Friends that helped me survive. So,
0: right across the road Mm -hmm. is a bunch of boys. And I married one. Okay, so how did you two meet then? Because obviously the buses, we share buses, St. Clair's, Eddie's, bus sharing.
2: Mine's random. So my Mm. husband went to a public school. This is the short version. He Mm. played rugby. They needed him to come across to a private school to play rugby. Okay. Because that's what you do. Mm -hmm. Um, They said you can go to one of these two schools. One was Myra's, one was Eddie's. Eddie's was going to South Africa for the tour and was a scholarship. So Mm -hmm. he said, I'll go there. Uh, I was a um, Belcon and High School boy, shaved head, naughty boy. And a <laughs> girlfriend. Like an, I know you like My that. type. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, a girlfriend of mine said, you've got to meet this guy. I just have this gut feeling that you two belong together. Mm-hmm. And I ignored her for a year. And she said, look, I'm going to take him to the year 10 formal. You have to meet him. And pre-formal drinks was at my house. And I sort of met him. Um, my older brother said, that's my sister. He knew my brother through rugby. Can you keep an eye on her? Mm-hmm. Got to the formal. Well, didn't he? Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> he
2: sat next to me when we've been together, what, 25 years, like, since. Oh, my God. So we just clicked. This girl just knew that in her heart yeah. there was just, she was sort of like a messenger. She Isn't was just sort amazing? of sent. Mm. And we literally, since we've been together, we don't spend more than two or three nights apart ever.
0: Mm, I, are ever. you still friends with the girl? Yeah,
1: yeah, definitely. Oh, I yeah, yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: She She's in Adelaide now.
0: Oh my God. she just knew, and she
1: she loves the fact that that happened. Yeah, she, that's so But like cool. you, like you just said that you can't spend more than like three nights or something like that. Yeah, we go absolutely best terrible.
2: friend, best friend, and we work together. We live together.
1: Yeah, that's yeah. the. Th- I mean, like, okay, so two things, go. right? Um, you have to be with your best friend. Like it's not, you know, you hear so many relationships where it's like the man and the woman and they're like, yeah, they have their own separate. But you it's you need to find your best friend. Yeah, yeah he is my, but he's my
2: best friend, but he's also my, the biggest person that I try to live up to. Yeah. He has expectations, but I also do that of him. So we seem to yeah. elevate each other in mm-hmm. the right ways and right forms. But we're also there to pick each other up when one of us fails and falls in a heap and trusts us over 25 years. We've seen it and heard it all.
1: Yeah. Hmm. So yeah. what... Tips? Do you give
2: then? So we, so I know that I can't. Like I, I'm um. My love language is words, mm-hmm. written words, communication. Mm-hmm. His is not. He's not a talker. <laughs> he's like the quietest human you've mm-hmm. ever met. Um, and his love language is um, acts of service. So love you it. Have mm-hmm. to understand. How that works. You do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I know that I can't send him a text message if I'm pissed off. Yeah. I cannot do that to him because it'll mm-hmm. just, like, he just doesn't understand. He'll just internalize <laughs> that. It'll okay. ruin his day. Whereas yeah. I can send a flippant te- text message and I go, oh, I feel better. Yeah. But yeah. I've totally fucked his day. Like, mm-hmm. that's not fair. So we've learned mm-hmm. our pain points and mm-hmm. how to communicate at the best level for each other. And that's mm-hmm. really important. And you should also understand what your kids' love language is.
0: Yeah. So my daughter's is
2: physical touch, yeah. and so I know that when she comes in for a hug and she wants attention, that's what she has to do. And my son's is he's just time, like he likes quality, it. Time. quality time. Yeah. yeah. So I about the weekend we just went out for dinner and we went to the movies. So I understand. And and then I have had to teach the children that daddy's love language is different to mummy's. Mm. So my kids write the most beautiful birthday cards for me, like long things, and whereas it's like daddy's is. Um, like just doing something, like yeah. That, so yeah, yeah, so my son bought him the daggies kookaburra thing to stick in the garden for Father's Bless. Day, mm-hmm. and Adam loves it because he's like Aww. he likes kookaburras. He loves he? kookaburras, yeah. and he's yeah. And so like they are uh, just the educational love language is the biggest yeah. thing. And that whole don't go to bed angry that's bullshit. Uh, like we have big dates, we run like, mm, yeah enormous company yeah. with a hundred staff. Like
1: if I go to bed, I'm fucking tired. I'll yeah. deal with yeah. you in the morning, but mm. I'll deal with you in the right manner. That's a simple thing to say: is go to bed, don't go to bed angry. But if you like, like the way that you've explained it, like you're actually taking an interest in your person, yeah, which is so different to I'm just not going to get a bit angry. Yeah. And we never swear at each other. Mm. And I swear like a sailor.
2: Mm-hmm. I have never called him a name. Mm-hmm. Would never swear at him mm. ever, not once, because you so... can't take it back. Yeah,
1: mm. yeah. Whereas my love language probably is that.
2: But <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. You just communicate that. Like, yeah, you yeah, have yeah, to yeah. understand. And he lets me um, control the remote control on the TV because I have A D um, D
1: H D. Yeah.
2: So little things, you just sort of like, but this is important to me. But it this is, is the why. little things. Yeah, yeah, little things like that.
1: And he just couldn't give a rat's. Whereas, it's like, yeah. unfortunately, rest in peace, Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian, yeah. but that was what the thing was. I think is that Kanye was that big, the he was big extravagant, and whereas she just wanted the little things. And yeah. I think I, she mentioned once that um, she had some spots and she had like a shoot coming yeah. up and she'd fallen asleep, and he had dabbed on pimple cream. That's my husband. While she was asleep oh, because he knew that's that that's so something she was meant to do before she fell asleep. Aww. Yeah. So my
2: husband wouldn't think, oh, I'll go buy her flowers, but he makes me a cup of tea every night. Yeah. Like, cause he knows that that's my thing. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I really love understanding your children's love language too, because I don't think that I, like, I know what my children like, but you've just actually made me really think about Especially are coming it. to teenagers. You yeah. Just, cause that's how you get through to them. Yeah. I'm going to go – that's that's something I'm going to ponder. I know two
0: of mine very well. My Mm -hmm. um, second eldest, my eight-year-old, he is physical touch. Yeah. Do you know how hard that is for someone who (laughs) isn't –
2: oh, I hate touching. Uh, I'm the same. I'm not actually – Ella, to the point where Adam will come and goes. you need your mum a break. Yeah. Because I'm not overly Mm -hmm. inclined to be physical. I'm not physical. I'm worried. You
0: talk to me and things like that. Yeah, mm -hmm." yeah, yeah, yeah. Um,
2: But it is hard when you're not that person, but you
0: can't – you can't and exactly and so he came in for a hug the other day um something went down at school and he was a bit upset and he hugged me and it fucking lingered mm. and I was like I can't kid. breathe if my kids if my kids hug me
2: I never let go first and that's
0: exactly what I did yeah, I ever. just kept holding and like rubbing his back you you gotta gotta let, let them, like, he's still he's, going yeah you gotta let
2: them relinquish first so they don't feel insecure yeah. this is me
0: though yeah yeah, well, Whereas my
2: daughter will literally lie on top. She tucks me in in bed at night. She lies on top um, of me. She's fourteen. I mean, she's as yeah. big as me. Yeah, but doesn't matter. That's what she needs from me. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's it. And my son
0: just wants time. My mm. my five year old is um, gifts. He is a big oh! If you get him a gift, he he will. You're thinking of them, yeah, and he goes to bed with them, and he will pop them in his bag. And I'm like, you can't. He's like, I know, but you got it for me, mom. And he'll just take it anywhere, and he'll remind you, like, as he goes to bed, he's like, hey, mom, don't. Do you remember how you bought me that? And like, he just really adores it. Yeah, my ten-year-old, I can't work it out. It might be words. Well, I try that and he's Do just, do little
2: post its uh, in his lunchbox and see how he responds. Yeah. Aww. I used to do that in the sandwiches, just say have a great day, I love you. I think he Well, there. I do that on the bananas.
0: Yeah. I'm like, oh, you I, do know, the, the banana I write it. One. Yeah. yeah, I write it. that bit might be just ask him.
2: him. Yeah. Just ask him. These are the five things. What do you think where do you fit? And some people cross over. Yeah. Some yeah, have yeah. a couple. Yeah. And it might change when he gets older. But it's really important to know. Yes. Yeah, because trust agree. me when they're teenagers and they're going through it, you need to know how to get through to them. Yeah. Because Ella's like she doesn't want me to talk to her. She just wants to know that she can literally just tackle me when she needs yeah. to. Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. And, and she's at like,
2: boarding school, so she
1: can't – she misses my physical touch mm, so much. Yeah. It's crazy. I'm, like, just rethinking, like, my relationships with my children. Because, you know, <laughs> when I, I, have, I, have a, I have a sick child today. Oh. Um, he's fine. He's with his other parent. Um, but when I, when I left the house today, I just said to him, not how are you feeling better or anything like that. I was like, hey, this is my fit check. Dresses from Kmart, shoes are from um, City Chic, um, belts from Queen the Label to look cute. And he's like, what? And then I, like, do my little, like, heel, like, thing up. And then he's like, yeah, fine. Bye. <laughs> so my children's love language is about me. <laughs> Don't worry. My kids assess how I look every day. <laughs>
0: love that that's so funny. It's like oh, I'm dying. But yeah, Mum, <laughs> it looks
2: great. What's your what's Jay's love language then? You've got all those boys in that house.
0: He is acts of service. um uh, but also most men. Oh <laughs> my god. And words of affirmation. Oh. He whenever like I'm like, "Oh, God, you're bloody smart." Like, you know, just even that and you just watch him like a peacock his feathers just oh, flop up. So yeah. Cute. It's nice. That's
1: so lovely. Yeah. I think I think a lot of men Need that affirmation? That yeah, Yeah. I think they no. Behind every good man is a great woman. Bless their hearts. (laughs) Yeah, amen to that. In the Southern American way. Yes. Bless their their hearts. hearts.